Welcome aboard the Wing Woman Podcast. Your cabin crew, Jules Varney and Rhonda Holman, would like to invite you to not fly solo through life. We are keeping it raw, real, and inspiring. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. Well, hello, and welcome to the Wing Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Jules Varney, with Rhonda Holman. Hello. Hello, people. <laughs> Welcome to Wing Woman Land, Nation, Thunderdome, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, gosh. How are you, Miss Rhonda? I'm doing good. Okay, I'm going to lead by saying that, okay, I can't be the only woman in the world that has anxiety about grocery shopping. I literally sat in my car for 10 minutes today working up the the motivation to get out of my car to go inside the grocery store. Ugh. I don't like any part of it. I don't like the list. I don't like going from one into the other. I don't like spending the money on something that people are just going to eat. <laughs> it's just so bad. <laughs> like I literally have like, I have buyer's remorse when it comes to clothes, but it's now that I'm getting older, it's starting to flow over into food. <laughs> yeah. And just buy what's on the list. That never happens. My favorite line is the, the checkout when she says, did you find everything you were looking for today? And I say, oh yes. And then some, and I end up with $500 more than I actually went in for. So that to me, yes, grocery shopping. I like to aimlessly wander through like a TJ Maxx, a Marshall's. I think I'm going to go in for something, but I don't, I just make Snake way, snake way, make my snake way. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I got a dis, d- DJ over here. But I just kind of snake my way through the whole store, just looking aisle by aisle, rack by rack. I mean, for hours. And then I get nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No, see, here's, there's a science to it, Jules. Okay. So especially when it comes to the grocery store. So, you know, you have three options of, uh, of, uh, areas to carry the goods, right? So you've got the little basket that's got the handles. Yeah. And then a lot of the grocery stores, if they're awesome, have the like the miniature cart. Yep. Mine does. We have Wegmans. Whoop whoop. Yeah. And then you've got the the larger cart. Yeah. Here's what I do. When I really don't want to shop, I will go and I will grab that little basket and I will shove and cram as much as I possibly can (laughs) where I have like these blue lines on my arms from carrying the basket. Um, <laughs> cause I am determined when I go into that store, I am not getting anything that can't fit into this little basket. I do the miniature cart. Yes. Those are nice. Yeah. Except it annoys for my husband. If, when you need uh, toilet paper and paper towels, cause they yeah. take up so much room. <laughs> yeah. But he likes the bigger cart and I like the little one. So I neatly pack it. So all the stuff that fits into it. But what happens is that you put it on the conveyor belt and then the person repacks it and it never fits back on that cart the way you had it when you got there in the first place. Nope. So, never. <laughs> so I thought we'd talk about today some career life work balance and how we juggle it all being working women. And this doesn't even pertain to all, it doesn't have to pertain to all the working women out there because, you know, being a stay home mom is a lot of work. So how do you juggle it all? So how do you just juggle life in general with your career and your work and in your struggles? And, and I know for our earlier podcast, you were saying how you forgot to do a couple of things and scheduling wise. And how do we schedule all this stuff that we put on our plate? It's crazy. 
I don't know. I, you know what? It's funny because I never thought I'd be that girl that relied solely on their phone calendar. <laughs> but now I'm all over that thing. Like it was, yeah, I use it a lot. Um, that does help except for when you get dates wrong originally and then you realize you got them wrong, but then you don't go in your eye calendar and change them so that you're still thinking <laughs> the wrong date. <laughs> Yes, that can happen. Uh, I have a tendency not to use, I still like paper. So I have a couple of calendars that I buy because when you go into the office Mac store, I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff. And you see how organized and I end up buying the stuff and craft that I never use. I start to use it within good intentions, but I don't. So then I revert back to my phone and then I look in my paper and it's not there, but it's in my phone. So as a professional assistant, you know, or, you know, assistants, I think I need an assistant sometimes. Yeah. I can't keep up. Hey, Siri. <laughs> It'll get Can there. you do this for me? Oh, oh, my no. phone lit up. That's funny. She heard me. <laughs> <laughs> I have Siri turned off because she would annoy me. Oh. Um, yeah. So she is turned off. She's night, night sleeping. <laughs> but I just think, I feel like, you know, we have kids, right? Cause your kids are how old? Uh, 11 and six. 11 and six and mine are 17 and 15. And you have to juggle that and getting their laundry done and cleaning. And I have wonderful husband that does all that 90% of that stuff, but you still get anxiety when you come home and you have to do that stuff. Oh yeah. You know, and it's funny cause like when I was a stay at home mom solely, I spent my whole day cleaning up after the kids, right? So mm -hmm. the whole time I'm thinking, gosh, I wish I could go back to work just so my house could stay clean. And now that I'm back to work, <laughs> I come home and then I'm like, wow, the house didn't get cleaned at all today because I was at work. Like it's this weird, vicious, double-edged sword. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, because you absolutely must clean the house every time you, <laughs> you, you walk in it, right? Oh, yeah. think... Oh yeah. The, the old, the old, good old, you know, let's get this cleaned up right now. Well, I, I did. I, I heard this tip and it's, it was like, it came out of, I don't know where, but it said in order to start, you know, like being good at like housekeeping and, and just good habits to have, it said, never go to bed with dishes in your sink. And guys, if you go to bed with dishes in your sink, try this one thing. Try the one thing by just making sure, even if it's just loading the dishwasher, don't mm -hmm. go to bed with dishes in your sink. Cause it's, I, I tell you, it just, it sets you up for like having this habit so that it's not overwhelming at the, you know, whenever it gets there, like you just slowly maintain it. Just like when you're cooking, you know, and you're done straining the oil out of the, the, or uh, beef or whatever, uh -huh. wash the dish as you go. Right. You know, so it's not wash this giant pile at the end wash the dishes as you go. Yeah. Those are really great tips though. I think. Well, I mean, nobody wants to go to bed with a dirty sink anyways. Right. So but some of I, us do it. And, and then they're in this perpetual state of my house is always a mess. Well, let's mm -hmm. try, let's start with just not going to bed with sinks in the, or dishes in the sink. Try yes. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this will help our work life and our balance. Um, also making lists. How many do you make lists? Do you, do you make lists? I do. Yeah. I use my notes department on my phone and it's full. <laughs> you better remove some of that stuff off your list, lady. It's well, yeah, 
they're all things like quotes I hear that I really like and one day I'll use them again or sayings I come up with because I'm very witty, but I forget that I'm witty. So I write them <laughs> in my notes section too. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I literally, there's 207 in there right now. I'm looking. 207 notes? 207 notes. Oh my gosh. But you know, to be fair, some of them are forgotten grocery lists. <laughs> Now we're coming back to the grocery list. <laughs> Thinking groceries list. I'm telling you, it's going to haunt you. You know, yeah, I think we have to find good time management skills too with everything going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Quit Netflix, guys. You know, if you... <laughs> Quit Netflix. I did it. Listen, I don't know how people find time for Netflix. I well, here's the thing that I watch I a 30 minute soap that's only 15 minutes long because I can skip through all the commercials. <laughs> that's about my attention yes. span. 50 minutes. Yep, you can if you can hustle through the here's here's what I'm telling you is I know too many women that are stretched thin because they are career women, they're family women, they have they run a household, and the kids will be in bed and they will literally sit up till like one o'clock in the morning binge watching Netflix and then they're tired like perpetually because they're like, oh, this is my me time. Well, yeah, use that time somewhere else. Like I love Netflix and you can do a series, but make it for a weekend. Don't, don't pull that into your weekly life because that's just too much. Yeah. I usually don't watch my soap during the the week, Monday through Friday. I watch the bold and the beautiful. I think that's the soap. Yeah. Bold and beautiful. Not the young and the restless bold, not young and the chestless. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, bold and the beautiful. Uh, so usually on Sunday afternoon, I'll watch it because like I can get all five episodes done in an hour. I mean, they're only 15 minutes each and I just, and there's some parts I don't like. So I just flip through all the parts I don't like. I just want to see the really good juicy stories. I don't care to see who's making a new fashion dress or whatever. So I just kind of scroll right through. <laughs> Selective. Can't you, um, can't you just start watching through them? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying Netflix is bad guys. I'm not. And don't any, don't come and start hating on me. I'm not anti-Netflix. I'm, I, I watch Netflix. Watch but on I, the treadmill. Yeah. Do something productive with it. Don't stay up till one in the morning and do it. Yeah. Fold yeah. laundry and watch it. Oh yeah. Yes. That's what, <laughs> like you should be doing with this podcast guys. Walk through the grocery store, put mm-hmm. it on your phone and shop and watch Netflix at the same time. See, that's harder though, because you need your eyeballs for a lot of the juicy scenes, because you can't imagine that it sounds like that. (laughs) (laughs) All you just hear is, you know, like spits and stuff. (laughs) Well, I do know that what? Orange is the New Black is coming to an end. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. My hairdresser told me that tonight. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. And then she was watching some other something about some Caesars, some czars. I don't know. Not Caesar salad. The Caesars that ruled the world. <laughs> oh, like the, from czars. I don't know. Hmm. I don't listen. <laughs> I have selective hearing. <laughs> so do my kids. <laughs> um, okay. Another way to handle the work-life balance. Yes. Is I don't turn you know, if, if you, especially if you're like me, where you work a lot from your phone, mm-hmm. you have to decide when your phone is your work phone. And when your phone turns into, that's just the phone that I carry around. That's my hand TV for later. <laughs> you know, you, you mm. really tricky with technology, especially if you have like an internet based business 
to turn it off. Like you don't want to turn it off. What if something important happens or you get an email or you just, you have to be able to say, okay, it's Sunday and I, I'm going to look at my phone, but I'm not working. I'm not working. <laughs> well, we can hit those notification things too. And once you hit on those, do not disturbs or turn off, you don't get any of those notifications. Cause I think nowadays in life, those notifications give us anxiety. Yeah. We see those, that those little damn red bubbles pop up. <laughs> oh, here's a text. Here's an email. Here's a Facebook notification. Here's an Instagram notification. And sometimes you just feel like you have to get to it because it's annoying. Those little red bubbles are annoying. Yeah. So you can always de delegate, delegate or dedicate, delegate, dedicate, dedicate some time to doing social media in your busy career, work life, an hour in the morning, hour at night. Or, well, like you do, Jules, don't you, you, you sit down on a Sunday, right? And you plan on a week. Yeah. Post them all out, struggle them all out. Right. Yeah. I mean, that scheduling tool is there guys. Use it. Use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but often I think we get sucked into, you know, you ever just sit and scroll through your social media. Then the next thing you look up and it's like 45 minutes later. Yeah. Well, you know, Instagram has this thing where you can set a time limit and it, yeah, I don't know how to find it again, but I found it once. And so you can say, you know, I want to set it for like 30 minutes and it'll notify you that it's time to get off. Well, so they've, they've got built-in babysitters in a lot of these apps. You just have to figure out how to find them. Okay. So maybe that's a good tip. All right. I can just do that. Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. I got my Instagram time before I go to bed and figure that out. <laughs> oh and then you God. can always analyze your usage too. I mean, just, it'll tell you how many hours you spend on it. And that, you know, if, if you just need a little bit of nannying, you know, just look back. Okay. This week is, I did too much. Like it's like a, well, like weight loss, right? <laughs> You're like, okay, can I do, can I cut off a little bit more next week? Am <laughs> I a little bit more fat? Hey, that's what a funny joke is. Um, uh, so it's a cartoon. It's a, it's a, it's a two girls and they're standing in the bathroom and one girl looks at the other girl. She's like, I wouldn't stand on that. It makes you cry. <laughs> <laughs> and they were looking at a scale. <laughs> that is too funny. That is too uh, funny. No. And I think you, you know, I, sometimes I'm a procrastinator. Who Are you a procrastinator at any point? Mm, yes. When it comes to grocery shopping. Well, <laughs> besides your grocery shopping dilemmas that you're having. Um, I do like to have clean laundry, but I put it on my kitchen table until it absolutely piles up and I have to put it. Cause here's the problem. Like I have a three story house. And so the laundry room is on the top floor and then our bedrooms where the clothes live are on the bottom floor. So I'll mm. get them all done, but then I'll, I'll stack them and section them out on my kitchen table and then they get to live there for a while, you know, like a week or two. <laughs> yeah, I'm a procrastinator when it comes to the laundry. I like to wash, dry, never fold, leave it in the basket till I wear it again. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I think we all have suffered from some type of laundryitis. I don't think, but you know, I read a good book and it's kind of helped in somewhat because I'm a procrastinator on a lot of levels. I mean, I get shit done, but I procrastinate getting that shit done. So, um, I read the five second rule with Mel Robbins and it's all about how you can stop your, your procrastination. 
and it does work. I mean, literally she talks about counting down. Like if you're going to do something, you're going to five, four, three, two, one it. So it does work, but you just, it takes practice. It takes yeah. practice not to procrastinate and sit and scroll through Facebook or sit and not want to fold the laundry or, you know, I squirrel a lot. So I, you know, I forget why I walked into the room. <laughs> what, what did I walk into that room for? I don't know. I have to go back out or, you know, the husband or the kids will ask me something and I'm totally spaced out. <laughs> so we work, we work, we work, we work, go to work. We have people demanding both of our careers, right? Are demanding people demand things from us all day long. So then when you get home, guess what? You're going to be oh, demanded. It's burning at both ends. Mm -hmm. But I keep telling myself this too shall pass. If you guys have small kids, this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. One day, and I told you, Jules, this last week, it's like, I daydream about the, the morning where I can wake up, shower, put my face on, get my coffee and get in the car. Like, I dream about doing that again. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I took, possible. I appreciate it when I had it. It's possible. I mean, now I got to get kids ready, brush teeth, find right. clothes, do hair, uh, lunches, then scream about, I don't want pancakes. And then you have to make granola bars, <laughs> which come pre-made. I'm not that, that great. Um, and then, you know, like where are your shoes and, uh, who let the dog out? Like, it's just, it's all chaos. <laughs> time management. I think that's the biggest, our biggest thing is we have to find some time management skills. Yep. Yeah. But I do think that it can, you can have a lot of life, career, life, work balance just by managing your time, your priorities, what's important, what's not important, you know? So especially at work, even, even at work, I struggle sometimes to get things done. Don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, it, I think it all comes down to making sure you don't have dishes in the sink at night. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I think if we can that start one thing into it. Yeah. Let's start with that. And then eventually you know, we'll be able to, okay, this is my timeline. I want this done by 10 a.m. every morning, you know, and mm -hmm. a lot of people already have this skill, especially if you guys work out, like you're dedicated, you have set routines. And, yep. and I think that's what it comes down to. Sure you have a routine. I think we should have some routine warriors out there. Some people that make good, stable routines. So they get things done and, and create balance. I struggle with routine. I say, I'm going to get up in the morning to work out and always sounds like a good idea, but maybe one out of six days, I don't do it. Or maybe six out of one days, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about my, I only, only run if I'm being chased. And I get stuff done. So, I mean, if you make lists and get them done, I don't think you can work, wing it. And I think you have to plan it. Like, you know, what are you doing from six to eight? What are you doing from six to seven? I'm going to do this. Just plan so you can balance it all out. And, you know, sometimes we just need to shut off too and put the phone down. That's hard to do, especially if your job entails you like social media job. I mean, how did they put social media down and just walk away? So you have to find out what's right for you. So yeah, yeah. it's not easy peasy. It's not. It can be done. Mm -mm -mm. And just, um, you know, like you're saying, prioritize it guys. Maybe that's the first step. So first don't go to bed with dishes in your sink. <laughs> and then every day, look at your task and prioritize 
do what you don't want to do first. Get it out of the way because you're going to dread it all day. Yep. Do what you don't want to do first. And then as the day goes on, you take bite-sized chunks out of stuff. And that way nothing weighs on your shoulder because, you know, I've got a list from two days ago that I still haven't done. Like knock it out. And if it's, if it's not something that you enjoy, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know, like who wants to live a life like that? And, and you can't quit kids. Like, that's not what I'm saying, guys. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to <laughs> feed them tonight. Uh, Rhonda from the FFYO, fend for yourself. Yeah, she's like, she said, I can quit if I don't like it. <laughs> fend for yourself. What's for dinner tonight? FFYO, fend for yourself night. <laughs> that's what it is. See the kitchen over there? Fix it yourself. <laughs> yeah my parents did that and they're like oh Rhonda you can make this pot pie I'm like sure what do I do it's like the metal kind and I put, put it in the microwave microwave and blew it up mm. I was like see you guys should I was like 12 I'm like I should have known better or you know they had instructions on the boxes then too I should have just looked um but yeah so with that there always comes a risk always <laughs> always risky business. No, that's a movie. Um, yeah, career, your career and your life. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's different. It's different. I think every day is different. It's never going to be the same and you just make it work. Just make it work. Like I said, whether you're a stay home mom or you're crazy busy running a multi-million dollar corporation, you make it work. Yep. You find out what's important. So family first. You hire out too, you know, like, Ooh, like you said, when like you that. had, when you had kids, you had a nanny that would come over in the mornings. Yep. Get help the them get ready. Yep. They did. Mm -hmm. uh, some people hire house cleaners. So it's one less thing on their plate. Um, yeah. Some people bring their parents to live with them. I, yeah, I, I did that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's other ways where you know, you could outsource a lot of things <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of getting burnt out and never truly finding your happiness. Well, the thing is, is if you work all week, right. And you have to come home and work at home by like cleaning and scrubbing toilets and, and it's taken away from, especially if you have kids and you're in your time, it takes away from that time. Right. right. So if you can minimize having to do all those things when you get home. So you can just spend quality time with your kids or your family or your friends or however you want to spend it. Then I think outsourcing is a great opportunity. Yep. As as your budget can afford it. Outsource it. If your budget can afford it, outsource it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably wrong. I think you're, you appreciate it so much more when you go from not having help to having help. Mm-hmm. And listen, being a stay-at-home mom is not easy. Oh, it's the hardest job I ever had. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work. A lot of work cleaning all the time and keeping track of people and and little ones and making sure this or that. And, you know, it is a lot of work. What was that? I saw a statistic that said what the average housewife should make if they made a salary. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. Pretty sure it was like between forty and 50000 I think it was more. I think it was because I think it, it was over like a million dollars. I swear what? to God, because, you know, because you think that you're a chef, you're a cook, you might be a driver. So you're a teacher, you're, uh, 
Oh God, dishwasher. I mean, they had a laundry person. I mean, they had them all added up. If you did those jobs individually, it was like expensive. So just saying, I don't know if we want to go that route, start paying to stay home. I'll stay home. <laughs> I, I really think that retirement should happen when you're between 20 and 30. And then you work out the rest of your ears. Like, I think they should let you lease it, you know, like, cause that way your body still works. You still have the energy to go see the world and do stuff. Like, and then when you're old and everything hurts, you just want to sit home and rock in the rocking chair. Like, I really think they need a reverse retirement. I don't know. I don't think anybody's on board with that idea, but I love it. <laughs> you're basically saying right now we're going to get too old and we won't be able to use our retirement to enjoy our life. Well, That's yeah. We don't I don't mean- want to happen. You see that happen so many times where everybody's uh, body starts to break down the minute they stop working. Like for some reason, like there's this clock and and it says, well, you're not needed anymore. So, ow, ow, (laughs) there goes the hip. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Well, good, Miss Rhonda. This has been fun. So fun. Our, you know, work and life uh, career balance and how you juggle and struggle, juggle and struggle. We do do that, right? We do that. And you know what, if you guys have any tips that you could share with everybody, we have Facebook. We let's, we should totally use it. And like, just under this release, you know, after you guys listen to the show, go in there and, and drop some pearls of wisdom or, you know, just some Mm -hmm. everyday tips that any person who balances what we do can get some benefit from, I mean, let's share. That's the whole point, right? We're not flying solo. No, we're not flying solo. And, and like you said, it's, we're all in it together, but we have to balance it out what our priorities and what's important to us. So stay amazing. Don't fly solo in life. Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed your flight with the wing woman podcast. Remember no one should fly solo in life. If you like the show, we'd love a subscription, maybe a review, a like, and a share so that others can find the wing women in their life. So until our next episode, have a safe flight.